Hello and welcome back to Experiencing Gold, a tabletop role-playing game podcast. I am your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are Keith, Sam, and Connor. Hello! Uh, as Pariah, Catmint, and Malachi. Uh, That's us! Last, sure. last time around, our uh, intrepid detectives uh, met a couple of Became the... detectives. <laughs> yeah. Became <laughs> detectives, this is true. Um, and, uh, met up with a couple of the, uh, you know, hotel patrons, some of the staff, questioned a few of them, and got a couple answers. So... And found out that she was a hotel detective. She bum, was bum, Anyway. Yeah, we, I, I completely forgot. We've got this very competitive hotel detective. Exactly. <laughs> who for some reason thinks that, like, this is a... A competition that needs to be won, and it I is. think that's hilarious. It is. We do have to beat her. All right. I, I hope Why though? Because you gotta. We just need to solve this murder. We have to beat her first, though. Even if we solve like, it incorrectly and incarcerate the wrong person, we have to beat her. Can, can we just? No, we can we not, incarcerate we are her? Not the American justice Ooh, system. We are fantasy justice. What if she did it? We've solved your murder, Nick. Before we even. <laughs> character. Whoa! You got me. <laughs> all right, let's do it. I'm already Catmint. I'm being annoying. Yes. Yeah. All right. I am become the character. You guys ready? Uh, yep. Ready I'm as good. ever. Oh, hold on. All right. Well, we wait for Sam then. Last time on Experience in Gold. He took the words right out of my mouth. Anything good? Somebody erases something magically from the logbook for their work. Sounds promising. I got a few leads, but, well, Beatrix probably looking after her own selfers first, so. Well, let's, let's meet up with Catmint and, uh, Tamber, and, uh, share what we've learned. So you guys, uh, just relayed this to Catmint, correct? Oh, wow! Yeah, so. Yes. We got a few leads to go off of. Not a whole lot, but better than nothing. It involves magic, at least. We know that. Yeah. yeah. And I was about to learn to tech magic. I mean, it would be maybe pertinent to talk to the matron about the records being magically erased. Maybe. I can go talk to the matron again. She, she seems to like me. She too, likes so. you, yes. Mm-hmm. You go you go talk to the matron. I think yeah. I'm going to talk to some of the I staff. Don't, I don't see why a 16-year-old boy would try to find an excuse to go talk to the matron of an establishment like this. Have you met Malachi? Well, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't find anyone like, like sexual. sexual. What, yeah, what Yol said came out okay. at a really weird time. Uh, anyway. <laughs> when you've been, when when you've been, been around, around a 16-year-old boy for, for like, like hundreds, hundreds of a hundred? How long has it been? Almost two hundred something. Ninety-some like. 90 years. When you've you been around for, around him for a very long time, you begin, begin to realize that he's not a normal 16-year-old boy and he doesn't hey. jerk off all the time. He's normal. So can I go talk to, like, get information from this lady? Because I'm feeling really uncomfortable right now. You feel right Yoel start, like, walking your legs for you away as you're saying this? That was the most Okay, thank you. <laughs> Guess what guys? We should call this episode um um where are we? What's it called? What's the town? Uh, Duskvale. Duskvale. Duskvale Pride. <laughs> Cuz 
because that was the worst coming out I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm going to write it down as a potential title. <laughs> Dusk Pale Pride. Dusk Pale Pride, because that was the worst coming out you ever heard. Fantastic. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's worst. Time. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah, dear God. Uh, I'm, as Liam going to say, you know, I, I, you didn't really need to yeah. say it. I did. I don't think. Um, he says, no, I'm, I'm talking to Yol. I'm talking to Yol. Oh. She says, I mean, I had, had to prove a point. Yeah, but, you know, it, it kind of... This I way he won't make jokes anymore. The jokes didn't really bother me. It's, I, You know what, let's just go talk to Matron. All right. So while he's heading to do that, did either of you two want, or have any... I know, Catmint, you wanted to talk to the staff. Yeah. Pariah. I want to uh, go back up and look at the body again. Okay. Aren't we there? Yeah, you guys were standing in the hallway. Oh, uh, okay. We are, we by... are standing in the hallway by the body. Okay. Well, I'm going to go over and look at the body again. All right. Tambor is um, standing there. Um, we'll start with you then. Me? Yes. Start me? Okay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I would actually like to, before I do anything, ask Tambor if she's investigated it for any residual magic. And she says, Yeah, I have. Of course I have. However, there isn't any. Which is... No residual magic. And yet, this definitely looks like it was done by magic. It looks like it. Hmm. But I'm not sensing anything. Either it was a very quick, very powerful, like, fast-burning spell, or she's been dead for a while... And somebody put her here, but the, you know, as you saw, the spatter on the walls doesn't suggest that. So I don't know what it could be. Hmm. But that's why I enlisted your help. Okay. I I would like to uh, roll Arcana to see if I know of spells that could cause this type of wound. Okay, go for it. That is a 16. Um, you know of spells that can cause wounds kind of like it. Um, however, they would all have residual magic even okay. days afterwards. Okay. And from what you can tell on a, like, uh, with a basic medicine or a, uh, not a, a passive medicine check, this is... A relatively new corpse. Yeah, yeah. And this blood's better. We exactly kind of we figured that she's she was killed here. Exactly. Okay. All right, we're gonna jump to uh, Malachi and Yoel. I just think it was poorly timed. Is all. And, uh, and then I knock on the matron's door. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about it. Okay. That's fine. Um, the matron opens up the door and she says, Ah, you again. What can I do for yeah, you? Yeah, I have, uh, one of my other party members found some information and we thought it would be prudent to bring it to your attention. And that... See if you might be able to tell us anything. Information is... In your, uh, Pry, uh, Pry said it was the, like, the ledger for the, the hotel guests. Okay. No, I'm asking... No, uh... It was the the record for the workers. He's like their schedule. Uh, Clock. Your um, 
the record of your workers and their their schedules and whatnot, um, had some aspect of it magically erased? Okay. I don't know. Do you know? That's definitely suspicious. Uh, I think you can agree on that. Um, Does he? Do you know? Anyone? Did he know precisely? Was that last night? Or well, tonight? Uh, all the information we have, we believe so. She says, if he were to uh, look through most of that, I'm. Hmm. She says, is this a common occurrence? She says, no, it's not a common. Well, kind of. Is it an? Is it an uncommon occurrence? It's a. Somewhere in between those two occurrence. You see... I see. On a color well, scale, it would be like a green instead of a, a blue in terms of rarity. I'm Sorry, not I just, quite I like sure to, I fully understand the reference. I, I like to color code things. Okay. <laughs> I think it would just be better if you were to... Um, meet with one of my girls and talk to her about it. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Yes. Um, her name's Lissa. Lissa. Lissa? Lissa. Like, Alyssa without the A. Okay. I got a little notebook, one of my little notebooks, and I'm jotting down notes. Lissa. Uh, and where would I be able to find her? She says, well, you'll want to knock before you enter, but she's on the okay. fifth floor. Do you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, is she someone who would be able to magically erase this kind of stuff? Is that why you're having me go to her? Yes. Okay, That's wonderful. one of the reasons. And I'm aware that she does have that ability. I have a feeling I know what it is, but I want you to take care of it. Okay. Um, if I were to take the book to her, would she be able to... Un-erased? I have to keep. Erased? I have to keep the book with uh, <clears throat> with Alfred. What if I just take the page? I know there are spells that can reattach pages to books. I would prefer not. May I attempt a persuasion check? You may. You can always attempt anything. Remember I that. Usually wait for. D- I usually wait for DM confirmation though. Oh. Collaborative storytelling. That is a... Gonna move this window out of the way. That is a 10. She says... I should have kept the window there. It would have been Schrodinger's 20. (laughs) She says, uh, no. I see. My records must be kept intact. That book has been keeping records for over 500 years now. It's quite detailed. Alright, um... Very well. Well, uh, uh, thank you again. And, um, again, as information comes up. Is it alright if I come back to get more information if it seems necessary? She says, oh, of course. Wonderful. Um, well, uh, it's been a pleasure, and I give a little, like, nod bow, and, uh, out the door. She says, and, well, she nods, she nods back. Catman! Yep? As you are running down the hall, because I assume that you are running. Yeah, with my hands out. Yep. Like usual. Um, 
like Sonic the Hedgehog? No, like not be, straight out. Like, like, uh, <laughs> like that. If that yes. made any sense to our listeners? I forget. You can't see me. Like um, she's pretending to be a T. Yes. <laughs> it's like a, when so you're a short. kid and you're running around oh. pretending to be an aeroplane. Yes, yes but no not... more bouncy than that. Ah, a bouncy aeroplane, turbulence. An airplane with yep. Basically, how Lala fell run in Final Fantasy XIV. Fourteen. Yeah. 14. Well, well, they just swing their arms really, really Yeah, kind of like that, too. With reckless abandon to all around yeah. them. It's so great. <laughs> Sounds like Catman. Get out of the way. This potato's gonna fuck someone up. Anyway. G-poy. <coughs> Me af. <laughs> what? So I leave. Yes, you leave. Catman. I'm running down the hall. You're running down the hall, and uh, you run into someone else who is oh. running towards you. Who is it? Uh, you look up, it's Ian. You stay away from me, Ian. And she says, Well, you see, I was actually coming to you guys. Oh, you need us already? But I have information you might need. I have information you might need. I'm willing Ian's to make a trade. Detective, right? I cast Charm Person on her. <laughs> you best hope it succeeds. I know. Is Ian, a, Ian is the hotel detective, right? Correct. Yep. Okay. Hold on. Detective. Let me see. I might cast it at greater. Oh man, I'm casting it at max level. <laughs> what did? And well, I'm don't cast do... it as at max level. It just means that you can target more people. Just, 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 just do it at first. Max level. No, Sam. <laughs> I forgot what it does. I'm not allowing um, you to. I also need to do something else. Um, I'm using bend luck. Okay. Um, whenever when you're making this uh, saving throw, I am spending two sorcery points to add one d4 to what you need to hit. So. All right. So roll that now. I am trying to roll that die. All right, so it's gonna be a nineteen. Ooh. Wisdom. No, 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 nineteen. No, 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 nineteen. I'm sorry. No, that's I'm stealing. She fails. No, it's fine. We might. She fails. Well, we sorry, fails. <laughs> hey, Ian. Says, yeah, Catman. You want to tell me everything you know about this case? She says, well, the truth is, yeah, I haven't gotten very far. Oh. Most of the residents here are very tight-lipped. Yes, I agree. Um, she says, I do have my suspicions about Tiffany. Tiffany is the reporter, correct? Correct. Because she's always obsessed with, like, you know, she's always trying to get the latest scoop. Right. And, uh, I've heard through the rumor mill that she has either... She's under fire in the journalistic community for rumors of causing or instigating events in order to get her stories. Mm-hmm. And she's currently staying here in Duskvale because of, well, we tend to have a history of that sort of thing here. Where's she? she is she in this hotel? Do you know she's what She's staying she's at the hotel, yes. She's on the fourth floor. We're on the third one right now, right? Correct. Do you know what room? I don't. Gotcha. Wait, yes, I do. Oh, I just remembered. 417. Okay. Perfect. You're doing a great job. You're so smart. Thanks. I know. I also know <laughs> that uh, Baxter. 
Uh-huh. He's one of the male escorts. Yeah, he's a shade. Yes. He is very well trained in crossbows and magic. Uh-huh. Both of them. Yes. I also a know combination. that Alfred hates... Is he the doorman? He's the man, the dwarf, downstairs. He's standing at the front. Yes. Uh-huh. I didn't know his name until now. He's our front desk work he's our front desk workers, uh, and also the general butler. Yes. General Butler. <sighs> she furrows her brow. I know that he really doesn't like Tiffany. Ooh, he doesn't like Tiffany. I think it's safe to say that we can rule him out. Yeah, because my friend, when he ran down, this is for you. This is some information for you. When my friend ran down to get the doors locked, the doorman was there. So I don't think there is a way for him to get down that fast. Well, it depends on how long the corpse has been dead. Recent. All right. I also know that there is uh, another person that works here. His name's Harold. He's the groundskeeper. I... Oh. Okay. Is he inside the... Does he work inside the hotel? Yes. He's a, he's a human. He's a werewolf. Okay. But he's very reclusive. Got it. Keeps to himself. Doesn't like to talk to people. Okay. I'm a good person to talk to him, then. <laughs> Good luck finding him. I haven't been able to. Now, if you'll excuse me, Catmint. Yeah. I have to go solve this murder before you guys do. I'm gonna solve it before you. She says, and I wish you the best of luck. Can we be best friends? Yes. I shake her hand. She, that's shakes, what best friends she do. shakes your hand. At this point, I'm coming up the stairs, like, going up to, like, the stairwell for the f- next floor, and I just shout out, it doesn't have to be a competition! You see them shaking the rest hands, of the though. I want to follow him up to the, because f- I'm going to the fourth floor. I so follow I right both of them, because I was just standing there watching yep. this whole interaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. my favorite part. For the record, you see ta- she's oh. charmed for... An hour. Yes. I will no. Also- yes. Yes. Mind I will you. also say, for the record, Tambor is sitting next to uh, you, Pariah, or standing next to you, just going, why, Catman, no, Cat, oh, Catman, not bad, okay, very good, very good, very proud of you, girl, very good I, job. When she, when, once once uh, Ian runs away, I turn around and do an elaborate bow toward Tambor. <laughs> and she kind of, I was kind of imagining, like, you know those scenes in movies where people are, like, watching a tennis match, and it's yeah. just their heads looking back and forth, and then back and forth? That's what I imagined Pariah yeah, probably. and Tambor to be doing that entire time. A little bit, yeah. All right, I'm going to run up to the fourth floor with Pariah, and we're going to go talk to Tiffany. Pariah, this has been decided for you. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be great at it. You'll be she, fantastic. She grabs, like, she grabs you, like, by, like, the pants around, like, by the knee and just goes, we're going now. <laughs> um, Off hey to guys. solve the mystery. Hi. It looks like we all got some information that's taken us up. Yes. Onward. And away! Onwards and upwards. Just yell Yoel as Malachi and her just go up the next flight. <laughs> Alright. So we're gonna jump to... back to Malachi quick. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you wanna do that? Alright, All right. you're on the uh, fifth floor. Yep. You realize you forgot I... to ask which room she's in. Shit. Uh, <laughs> is there anyone out in the hall? 
right now. No. But you do hear... Well... Hmm. How, how, how do I... Okay. You do hear about halfway down the hall the sound uh, of a woman in the throes of passion. Oh. Ah. So we should wait, right? Yoel says, well... I mean, it's, it's rude to interrupt, right? Do, do, do we, we know, know what creature Lissa is? Because if she's either a vampire or a werewolf, one would assume she has unnatural stamina. That is true. I know, I know it's a weird thing, thing to say, but, but I'm thinking critically. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Um, alright, let's also, do this. Also, I know the stories of, that you've told me of Rostov. He, he stayed, stayed here, it's, Yeah, it's really weird that they kept those parts in. In the, in the, in the novelizations. Like, usually that stuff is just kind of a fade to black and implied, you know, fun times. Tara, but the books went into, like, weird detail. Tara wrote it, so I can't, I can't imagine that she fully grasped the situation. That's what makes it even weirder, because she only wrote kids' books. I'm... I'm fair. Yeah. Huh. Uh, anyway, let's, let's knock, on the, uh, <laughs> knock on the door. All right. You the, the noises stop, and the door opens mm-hmm. and pointed right at your face. Is a revolver. Ah, please put that down. There's been a murder. We need to talk. And you see that the woman holding it is a. She's very pale. She has long orange hair. She kind of looks like a vampire, but you're not getting the same vampiric vibes that you've been getting from like the matron or um, Alfred. And she says, "You better okay. have a damn good reason." Uh, again, there's been a murder. Um, the matron sent me up here to speak to you. She said you might have some information that would help out the investigation. She says, the matron didn't send you to send to talk to me. She did. No, she didn't. Actually, by name. Lissa, right? She goes, shit. Yeah. She goes, no, I'm not Lissa. Oh. Oh, my apologies then. Could you point me in the right direction, please? She's... And she just points behind her, and you see a drow, like, laying on the bed, you know, covers pulled up. Oh, you're Alyssa. And Alyssa goes, yes, quite. Uh, if I could have a word, please? She says, I mean, only if it's alright. And, uh, the woman in, the very pale woman, you know, she says, what do you need to know? There was some... Can I roll insight on this person, please? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the pale woman? Yes. Uh, 12. Am I getting any kind of vibe whatsoever? Uh, you know that a history check may serve you better. You know an insight check... <laughs> it does not. It does not, because <laughs> that history check is a 9. Alright, you have no idea who this is, or what race she is, even. Mm-hmm. Uh... I guess there's no reason to not be upfront about it. Um, there was some information magically obscured from uh, the employee ledger. What? How would you know that? We have a 
I can do a little bit of magic and I make some prestidigitation happen. I just make some like sparkles of lightning and some wisps of smoke. Do um, make me a deception check because you're technically lying. No, I do because remember it was the wrong one. I know prestidigitation, not thaumaturgy. Right, but but Pariah was the one that discovered that. I was going to say, and we also have another person who's more magically oh, okay. inclined who is able to tell. Okay. Let me finish, man. Okay, I'm okay, to, okay, like, okay. Bring some life into this scene. Okay. What are you saying? It's dead? That's funny Brief. because many of the. We are in Duskvale. I know. Yeah. Yep, there yeah. you go. Boom! Anyway. <clears throat> Thank you for catching my joke. Uh, Roll me in a persuasion yeah, so. then. Okay. What is with my dice tonight? That's an eight on persuasion. That's one less than the history I rolled, which was nine. That's she says, not you roll be 20. Good check. She says, I don't feel like I can really trust the evidence or, like, you know, your claims. So you can press to digitate. I mean, so can well, Lissa, okay, so I, can I. Anyone I technically could. wasn't the one who discovered the uh, obscuring. That was my associate, but when we brought the information up to the matron, she sent me to Lissa because I guess that kind of thing is in her wheelhouse and she might be able to help us out. And I kind of, like, lean past the, like, uh, the pale woman and do, like, the, uh, the, uh, like, gesture in Lissa's direction and make eye contact. Like, hands up, like, uh? It's called a shrug. <laughs> a shrug, thank you. <laughs> Connor's been, uh, having some fun alcohol times tonight. I need more alcohol, personally. Um... And Lissa just says, well, I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't do things unless I'm told to. That's just the sort of agreement that, uh. No, yeah, the matron said it was, she sent me up here. No, not with the matron. And, uh, the very pale woman in front of you says, it's up to me. Ah, one of those kind of things. Okay. Um, well... And she says, now, I'm going to have to kill you unless you can come up with a very good reason. Because we're not... This, you saw nothing. And I can't trust you. Honestly, lady, I could care less what you're doing up here. She says, doesn't matter. I just want to figure out what's... Lady... I have already been through hell and back, so forgive me if I'm not entirely intimidated by your threats. Uh, There has been a murder. We've been tasked to try and solve it. And forgive me for saying this, but right now you're impeding an investigation that was sanctioned by the matron herself. So if you want me to get her involved in this, I can go right downstairs and do it. Or you can just let me have a word with the person I was sent up here to talk to, and we can be done, I can be out of your hair, and you can go back to doing whatever it is you're doing. All right. Make your make me a persuasion check at advantage. I want to use my yol power Which... to uh to give me a plus two to this, and it's just gonna be yol materializing behind me in her shadow form with her arms crossed. Okay. And looking exceptionally buff. Okay. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh What the hell? Dice uh fourteen. Reroll that. It was shit and I didn't like it. <laughs> I just had it. Where'd it go? There we go. 18. 20, technically. 20. Alright. So, she says, Fine. Alright. 
Come in and close the door behind you. Thank you. And uh, she walks over and sits at the foot of the bed. Lissa's still sitting or laying where she is. You, Yoel oh, closes the door behind her for you. As we're walking in. Oh, by the way, and I extend my hand. Uh, Melakai Karf. And she says, You're sworn to secrecy. My name is Lady Guinevere. <gasps> A pleasure. Lady Guinevere Cyrus. History check? Yes. Seven. Seven. You, you, <laughs> you. A pleasure to meet you, Lady Guinevere. Well, you've heard the name Cyrus, but you're not sure where. And the only reason the check is lower from you for you is because, well, you. Old. Uh, a pleasure to meet you, Lady Guinevere. And she says, You see, I'm very protective of Lissa. I understand. I'm not intending to do anything that will bring her harm. Okay. Then direct your questions that you need to ask to her, please. Alright. Uh, extend my hand. Melakai Karf. And she, uh, doesn't extend a hand out, and she says, you'll forgive me. Um. Oh, right, yeah, the, uh, the blanket. Um, sorry. So, uh, you already got all the information, right? From what I was she says, telling her. She says, yeah, but what do you need to know? Well, I'm wondering if you know if you said you weren't the one who I was sent up here because she said you had the ability to do the obscuring of these ledgers do you know anyone else in the hotel I clearly you couldn't have been involved I'm assuming you were here all night um do you know anyone else in the hotel any other members of the staff who would have this similar ability or someone who might have a specific grudge against uh uh I didn't write down the corpse's name, but I said it. Lola. Lola. L-O-L-A. Yeah, you guys were doing that. Um, She says, well, um, I talked to Baxter a lot. Um, He he knows a little bit of magic. I don't know if he'd be able to do it. I mean, I know I am. And and she says, and she looks over at uh, Guinevere, or Lady Guinevere, and she Lady Guinevere nods and she says, well you see um I am the one erasing the ledgers or erasing the work order bits and you did it tonight as well? yeah but that's because Lady Guinevere is here it was her name that was erased well it was my name that was erased I see and Guinevere says you see I am the current head of the Cyrus estate. My mother before me, the Countess Mirabel Cyrus, has since grown old and does not wish to be the head of, well, the house anymore. So it fell to me. And you see, while I am married, and she holds up her hand, she says, I've never been one for men. Ah. Nor do I have any plans to conceive a child for him. And so you see, that creates a bit of a problem for the household, for the Cyrus which name. Is, which is why your name was erased tonight. Exactly. Okay. Um, I'm gonna think back on what Pariah said. Did it seem like there was only one 
He only sensed Noticeable. one because he was only looking okay. at one page in the book. Alright. Um, was that the only name you erased tonight? Was, uh... That's the only... It's the only two names we ever erase. Only two? Mine and hers. Oh, yes, of course. Sorry, my apologies. It's been a strange night. Um... And Lissa says, I'm sorry, we can't really help you more. No, it's... Honestly, this has already been a, a good help. It'll uh, prevent us from pursuing a dead lead. <laughs> and she says... Oh, that was a horrible, horrible pun. My apologies again. It's okay. I thought it was funny. Thank you. Um, However, I will say... I... Well, no. Never mind. It wouldn't... It doesn't make sense. This whole night doesn't make sense. Exactly. Anything you can tell us will... Anything you can tell us could potentially help. It's nothing, really. Lissa. I came up here pursuing a lead, and if you have any information you can give me, anything could potentially help. One dead lead could lead to a better one. I'm gonna try another persuasion check. Alright. Please, please roll 20. Please don't do me dirty this time. It did. It did the ultimate of doing me dirty. That is a natural <laughs> goddamn one. I hate you. And she says, I, I can't tell you. And quite frankly, well, I'll be honest with you, I prefer that we got back to, well, what we were doing. Oh, yes, uh, of course. Um, and you're not allowed. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you for uh, all the information. Uh, bye, and I leave. All right, right before you like walk away, you feel a bullet just fly right past you, like right past your head. Unnecessary, but I get the point. Lady Guinevere, and she says, No one knows about this. Not even your companions. Fine. I saw you writing notes down in that book. Burn those pages right now. I did not mention you by name, and I show her the page. She says, I don't care. Burn them now. Do you have a torch? She says, I have magic. I don't have fire magic, and I rip out the page and hand it to her. Well, I rip out, because I had other notes, I rip out the half that had, like, right. anything related to her on it. Right. And uh, she takes it, hands it to Lissa, and uh, you see why Lissa couldn't shake your hand, because uh, Lissa kind of, like, awkwardly grabs the paper. Uh, her, her, hands are, her, her hands are definitely handcuffed. Um, okay. And she lights it on fire. She says, you can go. Already out the door. All right. And on your way out, Yoel's just like, it was wonderful talking with you. <laughs> Catmint and Pariah. Pariah, I've oh, got Nick, a plan. I should, I should mention that like, as I'm walking down the stairs, I am rewriting my notes. Okay. Nice. Okay. Not using her name in any way, just saying Lisa was with a client, uh, was told that she erased a name, but it was not anyone of importance to the investigation. Alright. That's it. Okay. That's all I write down. Okay. Catmint and Pariah. Don't you think it would be fun, Pariah, if we pretended we were reporters too? Yeah, I can see where that would be fun. And I pull up the magnifying glass to my eye. <laughs> my name's Lily Blossom, and I'm coming straight at you from Hibiscus Times. I'm the travel reporter. 
I'm Gearhead McGee, see? <laughs> you just hear the ring just go, that is possibly the worst name ever, and I love it, and I hate you. Keep going with that. That is the best reporter name. And I'm here for the Tower Times. We can't both be the Times, then she'll see through it. I'll be the Hibiscus Daily News. Hibiscus Reporter? Hibiscus Reporter. Hibiscus Reporter. The Hibiscus Herald. Mm, Perfect! Oh, I love it. Alright, let's do this. And I'm McGee from the Tower Times. I need a name, I can't wait for this to blow up in your faces. I need a better name. (laughs) No, mine has to be believable. The Hibiscus Herald is From the Jewelry Journal. (laughs) (laughs) The world's first inanimate reporter. Hold me up to the story so I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go to room 417. Alright. Yep. It's The door is closed. Knock, knock, knock. I mean, there's a there's a very small... And then I go, knock, I, I knock, 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 knock. There's a very small... And I go... And you hear, just a minute... <laughs> are reporters pushy? Should we just barge in there? Should we be pushy? And uh, Reporters are nice at first, then pushy. Oh. The door opens, like me. and before you is a halfling, um, female. Uh, she's got an updo, you know, nice. half-moon glasses, and uh, she's currently wearing a, um, what appears to be like a bathrobe, you know? Um, though... You can tell that she's definitely wearing clothing underneath. So, uh-huh. but uh-huh. whatever is generally kind of what you think. And she says, "And what can I do for you?" Are you Miss? What was her name? Tiffany. Tiffany. Are you Miss Tiffany? Yep, that's me. I'm Gearhead McGee of the Tower Times, and I'd like to ask you a few questions. Please roll And me. I'm Lily Bell. I'm coming from the Hibiscus Herald. It's so nice to meet you. I've heard so much. I read your stories. I just love them. <laughs> Please roll me deception. I have great deception! And you can roll with uh, plus two to that for the assist from... Uh... Why can't I roll it? That's what I was saying. Catman, oh. you oh. roll it. Catman. Oh, it's only a ten. Tides of chaos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> haven't you used That's it? That's a no, twenty-seven. She goes twenty-seven. <laughs> I love meeting uh, additional, you know, word warriors out there in the field. Word warrior girl. That's great. Yeah. Mm. She says, well, what do you need to know? We need to know anything you might have heard tonight. She says, "Are you talking about the murder?" We are. Dun, dun, dun. What else are we talking about? And the two of you, the two of you <laughs> in your heads just hear the ring. Just, oh my god, come on. Oh, <laughs> this is so awful. And uh, she says, well, now, I talked to Ian before, and what Ian told me was that uh, there's a shade. His name's Baxter. And that he might be, uh, suspicious. Mm-hmm. We do keep hearing this name, Baxter, come up. Well, he's a shade, of course he is. I think he might be a red-colored merfolk. <laughs> now, he, uh, 
as you may have heard, is quite skilled with magic and crossbows. He can shoot stuff! Exactly. I'm looking to get an exclusive interview with him. And his take on the whole situation. I'd be interested in seeing what he thinks of those wounds on the corpse. I do too. Do you know where he is? We haven't had any run-ins with it, but we'll be sure to let you know. He likes going... Well, that was wrong. He likes going to the pub sometimes. I lost my accent if I don't do it constantly, said Sam. Okay. <laughs> Gearhead McGee is all over the place with his weird accent. Yeah, I have it's no wonderful. idea where you're going with At that. first I you kind of sounded like Zap Brannigan, and now it's kind of <laughs> like weirder Zap Brannigan. <laughs> <laughs> um, Catman says, Well, uh, I know this isn't usually sanctioned, but we would love to, like, collaborate. Like, I picked up this robot guy because, you know, I really respect his journalistic integrity. He's written some real hard-hitting exposés on the Clockwork Faithful that I really think are important. And, you know, I think we'd be a real killer team. I have to agree with Miss Lily. And she says, all right, well, let me see if I can get a hold of him. Give me two seconds. And, uh, she presses her hand to her ear. I do it too. And she Just looks... call me fast-talking Zap Brannigan. <laughs> and, uh... That was really good. She goes, all right. I suffer from a very sexy learning disability. You should do that. What do I call it, Kiff? <sighs> Sex Lexia. <laughs> <laughs> Now Nick and I have to perfect Layla and Fry, and we'd be perfect. And with a dark brown voice, she said her name was Leela. L-E-E-L-A, Leela. Hey, that's you. Leela, that's you. So we'll so we'll cut out all the Futurama references. No, leave it is great. <laughs> anyway, there's no need to cut out good any radio. Futurama Stop references. Stopping that break. And <laughs> making me feel stop. oppressed. And uh, she goes, "He'll be here in uh, about a minute. Come on in." Did you just call him? I did. Do you happen to have access to magic? <laughs> Who me? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> I wish I could do magic. <laughs> well, roll me a deception. No. Because you are See, constantly just exuding magic. I wish I could. Which all magic users I, are I very actually, aware I, of. I, I this is a pairing that we need more magic. of. Hold on. No. Catman and Pariah tag team is wonderful. Oh. 18. For some I'm really reason, good at lying. She goes, well, you seem to be magic sensitive. <gasps> I think that maybe she just needs the proper tutor. Maybe I'm not, I've not found my full potential yet. And you just hear the ring in the two of yours heads go, oh my god. I hate both of you so much. Thanks, I believe yeah. I'm hearing voices now. <laughs> anyway. All right. We'll wait one minute. All right, so you I guys... I bad small talk. You guys... Yeah, I make it's, very, it's, very bad small talk. Yeah, it's painful small talk. And uh, after exactly one minute, there's a knock on the door. Uh-huh. And who could that be? And, uh... It's that guy! Tiffany says, just let yourself that in, guy. dear. Mm-hmm. And 
The door opens up. But I thought that I was that guy. Everyone gives you a very confused look. If the ring could give you a confused look, it would be. The gem rotates slightly like a dog tilting its head to the side, but like a, a ring. Say, Gearhead. Gearhead, is that your name? Yes. I believe that that was the name I gave. You anyway. Know, I know you're, you have a specialty that I really admire. It's like you can go undercover places and no one knows you're there. And I was just thinking, like, maybe... Can you use that in this situation? Why, yes. I believe I can. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lily. I extend my hand toward Baxter. And uh, standing before you is a shade dressed up like a, you know, Victorian-era butler. I have to roll to see if I'm attracted to him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he has a very, very gaunt face. And kind of a longer nose than most. Um, very that's probably sl- what it, very that's slender, probably what sharp happened. figures, uh, mm-hmm. common of shades. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, like, it's weird because every now and then you feel like you could almost see through him. As if he was made of smoke or some other transparent material. He's gonna be my most perfect emo boyfriend. And he says, and what can I do for you, milady, sir? I'm Lily. Are you single? He says, uh, yes and no. I get it, because you're a hooker. That's great. I'm not from here. Because sometimes the women that request me, and he looks over at Tiffany, (gasps) don't always need my, and he raises his hands up in air quotes, services. Sometimes they just want to talk. Tiffany, did you want to, like... Tiffany says... Oh, honey, no. I just want to talk. Alright. Hey, Baxter. And what can I do for you? What do you know about Lola? Lola? Hmm. She's wonderful. She's very good part of the cleaning staff. I roll... I'm gonna roll insight. Okay. See if he's lying. That's That's a six. Well, he's not lying. Okay. Have you... Do you know heard if anyone anything about her lately? Yeah. No. What's what's did something happen to her? We're doing an expose on her. Um, she won best cleaning lady of the year. Roll me deception. Okay. I love lying. I never get to lie. This is delightful. That's a fifteen. Yep. He goes. Oh, I'd love to. She's a very hard worker. Everybody mm. here like absolutely loved her. Mm-hmm. Um. Super helpful, like cleaned in all the nooks and crannies. Would even go down to the uh, last bite with me and get a drink every now and then. Very wonderful woman. She have a family? Hmm? Oh, no. Ever since she became a uh, werewolf, she left her family uh, to live here. So she hasn't had contact with them in many years. You understand that, well, some folks just aren't very understanding. I sure. see. She not from around here then if she left because she was a werewolf? No, she actually moved over here from uh, Grand Falls. Oh. 
we get a lot right. of uh, we get a lot of uh, customers and clients and visitors from Grand Falls. Sure, what I'm with in a it couple. being you know very close, well, mm-hmm. closer than most. I mean, technically, Salt Cliff is closer, but mm-hmm. no one wants to come down through mm-hmm. the mountains. No one. No. Ah, uh, do you? Now I know we are extolling her virtues in this piece. All three of us are writing it for our own individual regional newspapers. It's a very big deal. Um, just and he is says, there anything well, we should? She deserves it. Is is there anything we should know, like critically? Like, is there anyone who? Maybe is we shouldn't necessarily any, interview. Uh, any any reason people might speak badly of her and criticize our pieces. And he says, "Well, you see, um, I did overhear Alfred talking to uh, her. Actually, no, she was talking to Lissa." He says, I, I, I'm sorry, I have, I have it very confused. She was talking to Alfred, and Lissa told me. That's, that's very right. Um, apparently, she had been hearing the sounds of an infant crying. Uh-huh. Um, near the, uh, near where Harold stays. Harold? Is he our groundskeeper? He is our groundskeeper, yes. Right. That was really helpful, you know? Thank you. And uh, he says, Well, I don't know if that's helpful. You see, um, Lola did have a... Um, miscarriage a few years back. Huh. And, well, it's not uncommon for women to hear the sounds of children in a psychosis around here at least it's a phenomenon that tends to affect the undead or supernatural sure who's the baby with she said he says uh if i recall correctly she left her family right she left her family but she did meet somebody here um his name was daniel um, he's unfortunately not around anymore. Um, he was uh, a were Did Daniel meet his untimely end? Oh no, not at all. He just died of old age. You see, Daniel, uh, um, when Bjor got too old to uh, lead the captain of the guard here, uh, Daniel stepped up to the task. Nobody thought you he went would have from a bear him. to a rat. Hmm. Did you go from a bear to a rat? We did. Bjor was a werebear, and well, Daniel was a were rat. He found a strange confidence. It so the stories go, but you know we have a new captain of the guard now. Now that Daniel has passed on. Who's the new captain? Uh, his name is Alex. He's a were shark. Uh huh. I believed in that boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that kind of. Do you have anything else, you two? I'm sad. This is everything I need for my story. 
And uh, I happen goes, to have. Oh, a, I've a definitely got enough. Him. Oh, you have I, no I happen to have a question for him. And then uh, go ahead. Gearhead McGee, I'm writing for the Tower Times. And uh, he uh, says, right, and what can I, uh, what questions could I answer for you, sir? My questions are more of a technological nature. You see, I'm interested in guns and crossbows and the sort that, sort of weapons that, that could really do some damage. I understand that you might be a coinosseur of such things. And he says, oh, So you've heard that, have you? It's true. I am a, I am an excellent sharpshooter with a bow. But uh, I, don't, I don't tell many people about that. What are your questions? I'm a reporter. This is my business. My questions are, if you've seen any new new crossbow or firearm technology. He says, well, I haven't uh, really kept up to date on all the latest, given that I've since changed my profession. What was your profession before this? My profession before this? Oh. I competed in the athletic games. I was a crossbow shooter. Do you mind me asking, what, what versions of or make of crossbows do you prefer? He says, oh, I'm personally a fan of uh, the El Arush Tech brand. El Arush Tech, I know that brand. He says, then you are a connoisseur, I take it. I'm quite a connoisseur. He says, I just feel like they shoot straighter, fly farther, but maybe that's just me. I can't. Connor has decided to sink into his chair at that. In um, case anyone, just a briefing for the audience. Arin's last name is El Arush Tech, so that's that's why my players are just right now. Te- I thought it was wonderful and in the so times Connor became part of his chair. I am one with the seat. The seat is one with me. I am become chair destroyer of heinies. Technically, this technically Pariah's last it name is, is destroyer also... of my Heine. And it, he, what did you say? Technically, Pariah's last name is also El Arush Tech. It is, technically. <laughs> technically. It's Maggie. So if y'all out there listening want to support the uh, want to support the podcast, buy me a new chair. No. This one no, sucks. no. No, we can't. No. We can't take money if... until this campaign is done, Connor. Shit, if you right. all want they're to support this They're not paying us for podcast, the campaign, they're just giving him a chair. Yeah, they're just Okay, being well, good we friends. can't advertise it in this episode, Connor. <laughs> if you I'm... want to support this podcast, buy El Arush Tech brand crossbow. I think people would know by now that I am 100% joking and not just serious. Just listen to and it more and tell your friends, and then when we do a different campaign run by one of these three losers... Then, then, then we can capitalize. Anyway. Anyway. Hold on, I fucked up my cushion. <laughs> there we go. Hold on, I fucked up my accent. <laughs> Hold on, I fucked up my life. I was we gonna know. say that. Rip your idea. Well, that's that's all I have for you. Yes, of course. Thank you. You're welcome. Shake my hand. And he reaches out to shake your hand. Uh, you feel like you're grasping something solid, but something that is also a smoke-based substance? It's weird. It's a shade. 
You get it. Yep. It, it was a pleasure, sir. And I pull out a business card that I pressed to digitate out of my pocket and hand it to him. And I'm like, look me up sometime. It's free. And he says, ah, that's all right. No, I insist. And he says, no, you see, the they come to me if they're looking for me. I'm not talking about paying you for anything. Here you go. And he says... I wasn't I, I, either. I force him to take it. He refuses to take it. That's a weird line of uh, dialogue, <laughs> considering where we are. He refuses to take it. I really want to do something, but I shouldn't. Do it. Anyway. Do it Do it for the radio. Tiffany's... I, I do have a question, though. Okay. If I were... Okay, I, this is, like, not a normal D&D thing. I pressed a digitated a card. Were it he would to take not it, stay. Okay. That's. That's. I'm, I'm trying to save you the embarrassment. It's just an image. Yeah. If I he were to try to grab pocket. it, nothing would. Actually I wasn't sure be if there. I could actually make it a thing for a little bit or not. I put no, it back I in can. my pocket. Yes. Do it then. <laughs> there is a spell for that. I'm there not is spending a spell that. for that. I have silent image. Yep. Anyway. <clears throat> not using it. Don't look me up. You've embarrassed me. I'm gonna write a really good article about you, though. Thanks. And Tiffany says. Well, I think we've got everything we need. Bye! And uh, he says, Well, I thank you for your time. Uh-huh. And he does a very elaborate bow and uh-huh. dissipates into a smoke and just disappears. Right, Tiffany? Yeah? <sighs> Alright, so... I write mostly gossip columns... Like, I'm not gonna lie, this is one of my big bre- breaks here, and I know you do a lot of really good reporting, and I was wondering if there's anything I can do to kind of twist the story and make it a little more, like, juicy, make people want to read it more. I write mostly advertising columns. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, I'm not sure I follow you. Like, what do you do to make people read? Do you do, like... You won't believe these five things that'll kill you. Like, do you st- headlines like that? Like, what do you Sensationalism sells, darling. So, like, what what are you going to write well, for this? I'm not going to copy. I'm not going to plagiarize. I got plenty out of this encounter. Thank you, Miss Tiffany. I guess I'm leaving. I am leaving. You can stay, Lily. Oh, all right. I thought, all right. Bye. All right. Gearhead McGee, you, you leave. Immediately after closing the door, I go, Oh my god, that was so hard to do. I know! Oh my god, it was so hard to listen to! I hate oh. myself. I hate you! <laughs> I hate you! Okay, I'm away. glad we've reached an understanding. Catmint. Yeah, what does she say? She says, Well, I can't give you away any headlines. Because I'm coming up with my own right now. I know, like, but... We're writing the same piece, hon. As a journalist, I, I know you'll respect that. I will, of course, but I'm just new and I, you're so experienced and I was just wondering. I'm so small. Look at me. I'm tiny. I'm tinier than you. And she says, you. I'm a halfling. Until I met you, I've never met anybody as short as, you know, well, except for gnomes. But you get my point. I just gotta prove myself. And she if... says, you don't have to. You will. Wow. So, what are you thinking for your headline? She says, I'm not telling you anything. Mm, let's see what magic I can do on her. Oh my god. 
Of course. You're going to charm everybody in this hotel, aren't you? I'm not going to do it. I won't do it on Tiffany. We might need her later. Um, I, I'm like, well, I'm going to go write a first draft and see what else I can uncover. I'm going to rip up one of those as well. I'll do the same for you. And she nods at you. And I shake her hand boisterously. And I'm like, Lily Bell! Was it Lily Bell? Lily Blossom out! And I walk out. Alright, you walk out. Malachi! Oh, that was the worst. I'm looking for my friends. Alright, you know that they were heading up to the, or that they went to the fourth floor. Even Catman exhausted herself. I go down to the fourth floor. Okay. There, you see uh, Pariah walk out of the room. Pariah, Pariah! That was so difficult. What did, what did you guys myself. have to do? I hate you. Think you think you had it rough? I hate you. I hate I'm glad we're in agreement. Are okay. You, do, Pariah, do you hate me or are you talking to the ring? Oh, hey, Malachi. <laughs> okay, the ring. Uh, I walk over to him. And as you walk up, the ring just goes, I hate you too. <laughs> All right. You know, I didn't hate you, but, you know, maybe now. So You didn't. You weren't. It was bad. You have no idea what I just had to put up with. Was it uh, as bad as this guy's fake accent? I walk out. <laughs> I don't know, but mine was. Was it as bad as rough. her fake accent? I have anyway, a great accent. Guys, guys, I think I might have cracked this thing wide open. What? And Yol goes, "Wait, really? Yeah, really." So, I had a thought. Um, here, let's let's go back to our room. Yes. And uh, Pariah, can I borrow? Uh, your, um, what are they called? The, uh, the things that you, uh, fire spells out of. They're kind of <gasps> new. My revolver? Yes. No. No, 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 no. No. The, the things you shoot out of it that aren't magic. Can I borrow one? Oh. Yes. I'll flip him a bullet. Thank you. Are they, like, the big honkin', like, flintlock pistol metal balls? Or are they, like, little normal-sized bullets? They, it's a revolver. Mm-hmm. So they have a canister. Yeah, they're shells. Okay. Well, does Pariah's gun look like the gun that uh, Guinevere had? No. Um, All right. Yes. Uh, Pariah has a revolver. Um, she had a revolver, but you uh, it definitely a different make and model. Okay. Um, from because the barrel of that gun was in my face. Does it look like this similar size a bullet would come out of it? Roll me a history check. It was like you were also ago. you were also probably really scared because there's a fucking gun in your face. Or just I like how shocked. you censored yourself. I was pretty calm. I was composed. Uh, it's a natural one. Because roll twenty can bite my grundle. I don't understand. You said your groin, your whole no, 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 my grundle, Sam. That's it's worse, Connor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would never want anyone to bite Here. anyway. I'm going to oh, roll one of my one. actual dice and see what happens. You also a one. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I literally think you're on a bad loop. Like, I think the people at Roll20 are in the office making you roll badly. Anyway. Connor's been on a hot streak. We need to I shut him down. Anyway, um, <clears throat> you don't remember what the gun looked like at this point anymore, actually. It all happened very quickly. Okay, um, so, uh, when I went up to talk to, uh, a suspect, uh, I saw somebody with a 
weapon similar to what you have. Um, and it's not a crossbow, but it is a projectile weapon, so potentially it could be no. a murder weapon. No. No? There was no damage to the wall when blood was. But what if it just didn't go all the way through the body? Like when you shoot an arrow into somebody, sometimes the, the was, arrow the stays. The blood spatter was in. too neat for that. Trust me, I've used this thing for long enough. It's okay, but it was. I know what it looks like when the bullet doesn't go all the way through. It was a different There's kind no of blood. gun, though. It was like it was fatter, and it was like it looked like half of the long metal tube had been cut off. I can tell you right now, ballistically, that's not how it would work. But. So it's like if someone had been punched through. Like, she got punched through her body. Is that what it's like? More or less. And Yoel like says... A, like a cylinder or a tube. Like somebody was stabbed? Closer. Well, it's like a chunk of flesh, right? So it makes sense if it was some sort of bullet-like thing. So when a bullet leaves, it doesn't leave in a clean circle like those were. But magic. That almost, that almost sounds like an ice auger. Hmm. Like we back at home during the winter when people would fish on the on the lake, they'd have to drill through the ice, and they had these circular drills. Oh, like that the would... things you wind. Yeah, a corkscrew. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know of a corkscrew long enough to. Or an Was... auger that would move fast enough to hit somebody three times. I mean, you're a, you're a walking robot with a gun, and I'm got a living shadow. Weird things can happen in this world. Can, but within reason. <laughs> I'm ignoring the plant right now because that <laughs> defies reason. <laughs> and Yoel says, "Well, what did you guys learn?" Oh, you want to fill him in really quick? Uh, nope. <laughs> okay, give me a second while I finish my notes. Um, well, let's see. Lola was a werewolf. Yes. Uh, she moved she heard... from Grand Falls when and she became a werewolf. She... she had a baby, but she lost the baby. The baby was with a man named Daniel who died of old age. He was the captain of the thing. She heard a baby crying. You know who also heard a baby crying? Jess. That means the baby was real. And it was coming from near Harold's house. Harold is the werewolf who is the groundskeeper. We gotta go see Harold and find that baby. So there's two women that have heard that. And no men. Elias didn't hear it. So the groundskeeper probably wouldn't have heard it. But if he did, that means he's covering something up that only these two women happened to hear. I think oh. it's a werewolf baby. A werebaby. Mm-hmm. A baby that by the light a of the baby full moon werewolf. turns into a man. A werecub. <laughs> That's God. the best thing I've ever heard, Malachi. <laughs> that is not how it works, Malachi. I love it. That's a good We're story. We're going to have to have a talk about the birds and the bees soon. I know we, the mechanics. Are you assuming that, um, that Harold is the killer? No, we just have to talk to no. him. Because but obviously it's linked. It. That does remind me. Uh, when I was talking to, to Lissa, she did bring up uh, Baxter again, so we may want to talk mm. to him. We did. That's who we talked to. Oh, you did. He was a shade and he didn't want to date me. He also didn't know about Lola's demise. And or he pretended doesn't. he didn't. I don't think he was lying, though. All right, well, I haven't made up my, my mind about that yet. I'll cross him off my list of suspects for now, with light strokes, so I can erase them later if new what information comes hear? to light. 
What did what happened to you? Uh, nothing of consequence. The uh, the erased information is not related to our case. All right. And you will say. I would say more, but I was threatened. I mean, I could threaten you. Would that make you feel better about releasing it to us? Yoel says, I mean, you could, but it's in somebody else's best interest. Do you suspect them? Is it anybody in this room? There's no one in this room, and I do not suspect them personally. I don't know about Malachi, though. Well, I, I generally don't care if it's not somebody in this room, so... yeah. I'm not writing off one of the people that I talked to, simply because of the projectile weapon thing. But uh, one of the others I don't suspect is being. And Yoel says that 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 is true. Due due to their protective nature. And where they were. True. Could you be any more cryptic? Yes, actually. Yeah. I'm I'm giving you guys a lot of information to work off of here. We're not sure, though. And we would tell you, but right now, because they're not number one suspect, I don't want to... I assume you understand. I do. I don't. I like it. Right. I don't like it either, not being able to tell you. Yeah, it sucks, but it's better for everyone involved. And again, I was threatened with a gun. Pariah threatens people with gun all the time. Yeah, but again, this gun was, like, bigger and wider, and I feel like it would actually do more damage to me than Mine would probably do more damage. That Wait. thing shoots at me. You're remembering it differently than me. Wait. Cabin? There can be more than one weapon, and also the person who owns it doesn't have to be the one who killed her. We have to keep that in mind. That's true. Just because a weapon is linked with someone... And the person seems to be in a place. Doesn't mean that's true. There's magic happening here. True. The, uh, the Shade. Uh, what was his name, Catmint? You had a crush on him. Baxter? Baldwin Baxter. Baxter. Baldwin Baxter. Uh, Baxter Baldwin. <laughs> I don't listen it, to people's it, names. Guys, it, it, it's just Baxter. Baxter. I know. Cat- I was Baxter. making a joke. Making sure my players knew. So no, I was making a joke because Catman actually doesn't pay attention to other people. Even people she thinks are cute. Anyway. So Baxter the Shade. I'm uh, glad Catman remembers my name now. Mm-hmm. Baxter glad the Sam Shade remembers. can, uh... Because he's a shade, he can kind of, you know, turn into gas, smoke, and of a sort, teleport. Yeah, that rhymed. Also, I found out that... I'll make you wear Ringo. Don't you dare do that to me. I hold up my hand like... (laughs) You're the most tolerable son of a bitch in this group. I found out... Extend (laughs) a single finger. Mind you, I believe believe Ringo is sitting on my middle finger. (laughs) Of course. You did say that. I'm pretty sure. And then he goes... And also, dude's already got one voice in his head. No, wouldn't it be hilarious if you had two? Her voice isn't in my head. You guys can hear her too. Yeah, but we can we can talk telepathically if we have to. How Shut up! Old they don't Lola? know that I say telepathically. <laughs> well, they we do never really now. asked how old Lola was, but damn. How old was Lola, based on the body? It. She was a werewolf. You gather now that you know that she's a werewolf. I should yeah. say 
It's kind of hard to tell because they do have extended lifespans. Guys, hmm. And she didn't say how long ago she had the miscarriage. Well, huh. you guys have a lead, right? Harold, you got. gotta talk to yes, him. Yes, we have we have a lead in the groundskeeper. He doesn't like right. people, though. Well, do let's we, go track him down. Do we know? I don't like that. Can talk to Harold? Me. I don't like people either. I can talk to Harold as well. That's probably smart. Ask about the baby. I'm most curious or about this baby. We can ask the matron. How about, about both? Harold. I I'll talk to Alfred. Asleep. As you guys are talking, you run past Ian, or Ian runs past you. We're in our room. We went. I, I did oh, usher them into, into our room. room. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Because I wanted to talk privately about my potential theory. We could right. be walking out at this point, though. Yeah. Uh, you Following guys. The okay. Lead. I will. I will say that. As you guys are walking out, you see Ian running past you. Stop, girlfriend. And she goes, "Oh, what's up, Catman? We're best friends now. Hey, where we are you going? We are best friends now. Because of magic. Shh. Where are you going? And she Shh. says, "There is a certain magic between the two of us." It's true. It's she the magic says, of friendship. Friendship is magic. Catman, you oh. didn't charm person. <laughs> I can't stop. And I know goes, all of it. She goes, "Um, well, I did find out something important." Mm-hmm. So did I, but... But, but, really. but, you gotta tell me something important. Okay, my favorite color is lilac. No, no, I mean about the case, you goof. Baxter is into crossbows. Mm-hmm. I already knew that, I told you so? that. So? We just learned that. No, I told you that, Catmint. Baxter... Baxter is into... Is Baxter really doesn't into know that crossbows she's dead. About, Baxter is really into crossbows that are made by El Arush Tech. She goes, it's important to the case, I swear. Baxter doesn't know that Lola's dead. All right, both. Now that I know what Catmint did, I want to roll an insight to sh- see if she's still under the effect. <gasps> okay. I rolled a 12. <laughs> uh, yeah, she is. Oh, thank God. Okay. I'd be so All mad right. at her. It's been less than an hour. Okay. Um, is that good enough? Uh, I need either Pariah or Catmint to make me a, de- uh, make me a deception. Dibs. Why? What are we lying about? It's more. Th- I think it would be more persuasion. Persuasion, given. I that- don't want to do that then. What? I got a seventeen. She says, "All right. Well, um, I know that Harold doesn't talk to anybody here, except for Alfred." Even the matron gives Harold his orders through Alfred. Hmm. Have they not? Interesting. Maybe they haven't seen him in a while, then. He is a recluse, and he keeps to himself. But I'm gonna talk to him. I don't think I need Alfred's help. Challenge accepted! I work here, after all. And she runs off. She's amazing. Sure. Amazing. Let's find him first. And Yowl says, well, what if we just talked to Alfred instead? Or, or okay. we could go see if we could find Harold. Either Both. works. I lean down to Catmint. I could, like, choke her out. The, who? I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself. Yes! And, like, we wouldn't have to... Don't choke her out. She's under my spell. I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself to make myself look exactly like Alfred. Yes! 
I'm so okay. happy. I don't know that spell. I'm so happy you did it. <laughs> and while they're bickering, just... <clears throat> Hi, Alfred. How'd you get up here? Oh. Are we going to go talk to Harold or what? You guys are the best friends I've ever had. All right. That's setting the bar pretty low. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I've never had friends. That's a lie. I start to walk away. So you guys begin walking towards wherever you think Harold might be, because you definitely don't have any leads on where he stays. I assume he's on the bottom floor and the left side for some reason. Okay. <laughs> That's where I'm um, picturing it. But as you guys start walking, the screen fades to black, and that is where we will pick up our next episode. So thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope you're enjoying the uh, Dusk Vale arc. I know it sounds very similar to the name of a certain other podcast that is popular. Um, way back when, when I ran the first music campaign for these uh, guys, I uh, did not even know of that other podcast's existence, which is kind of funny. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I, I, you could probably infer which one. Uh, but I do want to say, I hope next time we're going to finish up this arc so we can get to the really fun stuff. I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, the next arc um, or the, con- yeah, the, the next arc. Uh, but the thing I really want you guys to also look forward to is uh, we're going to have a, a sort of kind of big name that has a song in the next episode. So uh, look forward to that, and if you know who it is, who it is, uh, just just give a shout out. Thanks. Uh, see you next time. Wait, Bye. wait, wait, Nick, 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 Nick. Now that we're out of media res, can I say something real quick? What? Okay, so audience, hello, it's Connor, your buddy, your pal. Uh, in the last campaign, uh, we met the character of Daniel, and he was my boy, and my character <laughs> Grocco believed in him when no one else did, when he was just Damn, a scrawny God. little guard recruit, and he, Grocco gave him his quarterstaff, and he was like, I believe in you, you're gonna rise in the ranks, and you're gonna be a great man someday, you need to promise me that you're gonna do that, and he did it, and I'm so proud and happy. He had a nice wife, who's dead now. Maybe not wife, girlfriend. Well, yeah, Thing. but the song Thing. remains the same, my boy. Seriously, seriously. My boy. He was the captain of the guard, and everyone will remember him fondly because he was the best boy. I am so proud of him. And he died of old age after living a full life. That's amazing. My boy. We love him. It's true. My boy. My boy. We'll see you next time, guys. Boy. Adios! An ancient terror slumbers in its chains. All of Faerun is coiled in scaly peril. The Spellcast D&D podcast brings five heroes together to reclaim a long dormant power. The mantle of the Sentinels awaits. So take up arms and join us as we welcome you to the Spellcast.